Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Objective. We're going to be talking about the Mar-a-Lago raid uh, by the FBI on Trump's estate, uh, which, uh, you know, I got to say, we didn't we wanted to wait till we had enough information. So we didn't comment on it right away. And now we've got, well, no more information than we did. Um, please leave a like, send us your super chats and hit that join button to become a member of the channel. Speaking of which, Nick Bruno has become a member. Welcome to the channel, Nick. You look cool in that picture. You got sunglasses, uh, cool beard, it looks like. I mean, th this is the types of uh, people we attract uh, here on the channel. So you're, you'll be in good company if you hit that join button. Here uh, with me to discuss this is, um, well, political enthusiast, uh, full-time political junkie, if I recall. It's Amanda Maxim. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I have sunglasses, but no beard. So I'm not sure if I'm completely qualified to be here. We'll work on that. Um, but um, you, I, you, it looked like you were stretching your arm. I wasn't sure if you were raising your hand to ask, but like you already weren't sure what, what I'm talking about. Like we're going to talk was, about Donald. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to turn the light on actually. Oh, I was like, am I already speaking past? Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I, I joke. Um, so anyway, so here's the deal. Donald Trump. I don't know if you heard he was president. Controversial. I did hear that. Bit, a bit of a handful, you know, I understand some people see him as like uh, all that is right with the world and just like everything. He's the hero that we need. I just I think the average kind of sensible person says, you know, whether he's the devil or not, it's just like, isn't this like just more trouble than it's worth to even have him in politics at this point? Like you can't find anybody else. That's maybe I mean, maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm speaking on behalf of too many people. I should just speak on my own behalf. Um, I think uh, I've, I've done a lot of thinking about him and I think uh, he is an absolute disaster, which for reasons we'll get into. But uh, the FBI raided his estate in Palm Beach, Florida, his house, where one of the places where he lives. Um, and they were looking for like classified documents, basically stuff he was supposed to turn over and give back uh, when leaving office. And that's what they were looking for. I think it's unclear. Did they find anything? Did they have, were they right to be suspicious? Uh, if they did find something, was it planted? Was the <laughs> search, was the search legitimate or is this politics? Is this the Democrat party trying to make Trump look bad before election season? And if so, did they only make him look like a martyr, which actually will help him become a president again? Uh, so anyway, that's what those are some of the questions. Uh, do you have any of the answers? <laughs> I have some of the answers because I did look at a Wall Street Journal article this morning. Um, uncharacteristic of me. I am like nearly zero percent interested in in news and politics, but I wanted to see what the you know what the show was going to be about today. I, I agree. Trump is is trouble with the capital Trump. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Um, okay, so it, what I can surmise is it looks like Trump forgot to return some some uh, library books and, uh, you know, but they're really important library books. So the FBI came and uh, wanted to get them back. Yeah. And like you know, people, they immediately jump to conclusions. So like the anti-Trump people immediately say immediately will say, oh, he's guilty. And, uh, you know, he's uh, he's treasonous. And of course, the pro-Trump people immediately um, I mean, so Steven Crowder, just a full time charlatan, just a full. I think if I had to say one person in 
social media, popular culture is responsible for just the most rabble rousing imaginable. <laughs> I think this guy, Steven Crowder, is it like this guy just he's smart enough to know what he's doing. He's not a dumb guy, but he's just lies around the clock and exaggerates and just so he announces this is war how do you know it's war why does it need to be war maybe trump is would it shock you if you actually knew for a fact that trump actually held on to documents he was supposed to return would would your jaw drop to the floor you wouldn't say oh yeah that's our that's our donnie and these things really do matter you know i said the same thing when they uh ran into the Capitol building uh, in you know January 6th. I said, like, even if they had no malicious intent, whatever, however you want to stretch it, like they, they, they were just having a good time. This is very serious, a very serious place. Where you, jokes could be very much get you sent to Guantanamo Bay. Like you don't you don't joke around that. You don't go into a courtroom and, and tell jokes to the judge. You know, you don't. Uh, so when you're the president of the United States and you're leaving, it's very important that that there not be any misunderstandings or any oversight. So I understand. Yeah, it could be a misunderstanding. But like immediately people just want to assume, oh, it's a it, this is politically motivated and one way or the other. And I just think it's very sloppy of them. Yeah, that and also come on. Trump as a spy, I'm not like that's not even an interesting story. <laughs> I can't even imagine mm -hmm. him trying to be a spy. Like, how would he pull that off? It's not like well, not like the Jean Lacar novels that I ever read, you know. No. Yeah, so I don't think there anyone's accusing him of being a spy. I think more likely he's holding on to stuff he could trade for favors with for let's say foreign governments or foreign forces or whoever or whoever whoever wants the documents. So yeah, that, that's what I think people would accuse him of. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, or just he just he just go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. This it's this is like all. It just sounds like all conspiracy theories, you know, so he's going to use the documents to trade them with foreign countries for what advantage? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm not serious enough about the news, but these types of things seem just sometimes like non stories. Like, I, like you said, are we trying to make something out of something that's not really actually a story? That's the question. There's a lot we don't know. So at this point, we're in a place in in the world where, you know, the, the state of affairs is such that we have no real reason to trust either party, like either side of this raid. The FBI has been a mischievous and, um, you know, not non rights protecting part of the government, maybe maybe always, but certainly in since the war on drugs. And then you've got uh, Donald Trump, who like has just been openly defiant, openly rogue, just openly basically saying he wants to be king openly, openly, like not even trying to tiptoe around like his, his true thoughts about a rule of law and and, you know, separation of powers and checks and balances and all that just straight up like. If he if he did hold on to these documents, it could be just because he just didn't feel like giving them away. He was like, yeah, these are mine. Like, I want to hang them up or I just like having them. Maybe they'll be worth a lot of money someday. Like, it just that's it. Like, it's not necessarily that he's going to trade them. But I mean, it is conceivable, though, that he is that he is entangled in all types of um, blackmailing relationships with people around the world because mm -hmm. he's kind of a nutty bad guy, in my estimation. And it wouldn't shock me if there's someone in the world who wants some classified American documents and might have a videotape of Donald Trump with some prostitutes and, and is holding it over him. I mean, it's not, 
Again, my jaw would not drop. But the fact that people immediately want to say, here's what's going on. And if you don't see it, you're a sucker. And if you know, and if you do see it, you need to get ready for actual war. Like this is war. Really? Really? You want to go to war? Do you know what war looks like? These people think they'll be sitting at home watching a live stream of the war on their phone. No, no internet, no food, no nothing. You are on your own until the war is over and you're probably going to die. That's what war actually looks like. These people drive me crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is, so this is one of the reasons why I, I like to hang, hang back a little bit with political stuff. So the news will trickle down to me. But a lot of times when stories break, um, yeah, it's an unclear what's happening or, or why. And then you can get kind of sucked into these different opinions of stuff. And I'm just not interested in that. And so I'll just wait around and see, see how the facts, um, the facts actually play out. Uh, so that's my, my news strategy. Um, but I am sympathetic to people who are like, cause there are people that really like politics. So mm -hmm. I don't know, this is, I guess this is interesting. I'm sort of uh, in the in the halfway house. Like I don't pay close attention to like which senator did what or whatever. I mostly kind of dozed off during the Trump presidency, to be honest. I but like the more the more uh, the more I see, the less I believe. You know, I just it's like it's become almost impossible to avoid politics completely. Um, so like I'm I'm in my recommended videos right now because I've got our episode open on my screen and in the recommended videos. It's, it's by Fox News, and the title is Joe Rogan, colon, this was the real goal of the Trump raid. Like, oh, <laughs> Joe Rogan. And, you know, and uh, I, I clicked on it earlier, and it's just like a clip of Rogan talking to some other comedian. So just a couple of guys that are not particularly informed or educated sitting around recording a three-hour conversation, like the whole we're in the living room kind of vibe. And, like, Rogan is just kind of like, yeah, like, I feel like, the raid on Mar-a-Lago was, you know, to like make Trump not be not win in 2024, something like that. Just like, like, oh, like, OK, well, write this down, everybody. Fox News now reports this is like Joe. So, yeah, they want to get clicks. They want to have the inside scoop. And like, yeah, this is not, this is Fox News. This is a news organization. I know they've been uh, they've been uh, a circus, maybe always, but certainly for a long time. So it, it shouldn't surprise me. But like. I still can't like understand what what makes a semi dignified news company like right as the title Joe Rogan column. This was the real goal of the Trump raid. And then like the actual clip is just Rogan just kind of like, yeah, I think they probably just like don't want Trump to run like Jesus Christ almighty. We're still <laughs> are there real reporters around still? There's got to be right or OK, here's here's some advice world. It sounds like, from what I can surmise here, that there aren't real reporters anymore, you know, like people who are really serious about the truth and care about things like, oh, the story is still developing. So we're going to we're going to cast it in that light. Like these are the facts that we know so far. And and here's what we can say. And here's what we can't say. Um, and like they, they care about being objective, but they still have their own opinions about the world because obviously you're a person and they have good opinions. So sounds like there's no like those people don't exist which means there's a vacuum to be filled and so we could all you know maybe someone out there is listening and and they think i could be a real reporter you should do it because i'd love to read actual you know good stuff by real serious reporters 
Yeah, I guess I think there's a, a number of things going on in the world of news reporting and stuff. I mean, there are actual liars out there that'll only tell you part of the truth because of their sort of beliefs, like what they want. They, they want to further the interests of one political party over another or something like that. That definitely exists. Um, but also kind of on a more benign uh, level, like I think a lot of people, they have a hard time even separating facts from, um, you know, their values, I think. And and yeah, our values are present whenever we observe and integrate and interpret what's happening. So like, like, yeah, it's like that 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 is part of being human. And we need to control for that. And we need to, uh, and this is why epistemology, aka philosophy is so important. So there's a number, I think there's a number of things going on. Also, there's other considerations when you have such big companies and so many different people telling you what to do and, and different bosses you might upset and different advertisers, sponsors you might lose or gain. It just, and the, the ratings and all that, like there's just, uh, there's, there's a lot probably that goes into uh, what makes news journalism sort of what it, has become yeah speaking of uh becoming i don't know how to make that word make sense right now but you know kind of in the nietzschean sense we are marilene is becoming by right. super chatting a super chatter saying maybe liz shaney for president with the uh wondering thought thinking emoji thank you for the super chat uh so liz cheney is she the wife of dick cheney or the daughter or this like do you know who she actually i have is? no idea but i have heard the name before and i think she's up in one of these uh like maybe montana or wyoming am i right no uh, i don't i don't know i just i know okay. she's a a, a a federal she's at on the federal level either congresswoman senator or just person who's on c-span a lot talking to congress i don't I, she's i know that she's in, I, I, she's in I dc she's not, are, mm -hmm. oh i know a lot of people that are excited about about her I, I don't know anything about um really about her her politics or what she does uh that i guess i view as positive if people around me are getting excited about about somebody it's nice to be able to get excited about a, a politician so i would look um, into her maybe is, there's something there I've never heard the words uh, Liz Cheney and excited in the same sentence. That's really, <laughs> really? I'm, I'm curious. Well, are you hanging around like more of an academic, like kind of centrist, quote unquote, <laughs> environment, like people who are they're kind of looking for a, uh, a glimpse of sanity in this <laughs> insane age we live in? Maybe that's I, what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody but, um, completely different. Also possible. Th that, that's possible <laughs> as well. Um, she, there's not a lot of excitement about her right now. I'll tell you that. Well, Nick, Hi. the newest member, says daughter. Now, he, speaking of becoming, oh, okay. he has become a member. Thank you for that. Thank you, Nick. And, and uh, you guys notice how I asked. I don't know if she's his daughter, his wife. Like, I didn't just get on here and pretend to know something. I don't know. Uh, mm -hmm. that, that ought to set an example for the rest of the media. Um, she's his daughter. And she lost yesterday, says Marilene, the member. Uh, defeated yesterday by a trumpet, meaning a, 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 a MAGA, you know, Trump type populist type of uh, of is politician. Like a trumpet is a girl. Is that what's I think so. Like a trumper or a trumpet, may, maybe is uh, <laughs> like a Trump, waiter or trumpet. a waitress, maybe a trumpet. Yeah, I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, she's I've I don't pay that close attention to politics, but I could have told you for a while now, Liz Cheney is she's kind of like the last standing never trumper. So especially yeah. since the January 6th shenanigans, 
um, Liz Cheney was kind of the one who was like trying to bring the maximum consequences to Trump and to anyone who aided and abated, abetted, whatever the word is, um, Donald Trump. So she's like, definitely people who like Trump see Liz Cheney as like a traitor to the party and as, you know, a, a, an arm of the left, like a, a spokesperson for the leftist Democrats. So basically she's being laughed out of town now. So she lost an election. She apparently represents Wyoming and um, she was beat. She was beat by a Trump approved candidate. So I'm still kind of curious to see what's going to happen when actual like midterms happen or, or, or the presidential elections. Cause we haven't really had, um, we haven't really had a national election since 2020. So we've only seen Republicans go at each other and I guess Democrats go at each other, but we haven't yet seen how is the nation, how's the country going to respond to the, um, to the developments that Trump sort of brought to the Republican Party, especially in the aftermath of the election. That we still don't know. So it, it definitely looks like Trump is winning still. Like it looks like the pro-Trump types of Republicans are defeating the, you know, the Liz Cheney's of the world. Evidently she lost yesterday and is being laughed at by all the other Republicans. But how's the country feeling about Trump and his ilk? Yeah, I don't know. It's like the question of, are we going to slip further into fascism or communism? Which one's going to be? I think it's going to be fascism either way. I think I don't think it's okay. going to be communism, technically speaking. <laughs> yes, the, the Democrats, they're kind of more likely to have a hammer and sickle hanging in there, hanging in their locker at, at, at school or at work. But um, but they're not really communists. You know, communism lost, you know, communism lost. Good. Fascism right. won. Fascism no, won. Yeah, that's the bad part. Yeah. You know, when the uh, when the Berlin Wall came down, people didn't say, oh, look, capitalism works. No, they said, oh, mixed economy, you know, corporations and government working together. That's the answer. Um, so, yeah, that is all, such a shame, because don't you yeah. think when the Berlin Wall came down? I mean, what an amazing event. Can you imagine even being there and, and seeing the bricks being torn down? And I know people that bought a a brick of the the Berlin Wall because they wanted it as you know a, a memory or a souvenir of like what what happened and what and how the world had changed in such a positive way. There was a wall that came down, a wall that you couldn't go you couldn't go from one country to another because you were trapped there, and it came down. And what, what the lesson was: mixed economy. It's horrible. Yeah, I mean, it, it blows my mind that 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 wall was there. That Germany, like the east part of Germany, was part of the Soviet Union. That's, that's weird to me, right? Germany is a, it's a normal country now, right? It's they're Western. Like, like, um, so it, it kind of blows my mind that they were stuck behind that wall, but yes, it is amazing. The wall came down and it is still a lot. There's a lot to celebrate there. Meaning, uh, basically the status quo won, and the status quo was as it still is, uh, the mixed economy, you know, elements of capitalism, elements of government controls and, uh, you know, we've got a, quite a battle, quite an uphill battle to fight, but um, it's a hell of a lot better than having that wall up and and having something like the Soviet Union threatening um, yeah. to swallow. So, yeah, I, but we're everyone. You know, there's a, there's something for everybody there. A little bit of pessimism, a little bit of optimism. <laughs> and yeah, absolutely. I think uh, in the views of the average person and in, in the views of most people in the world, um, 
laissez-faire capitalism is still out of the question. It, to them, it's still, it's silly. It's a fantasy. It's utopia the way they see it. Like, really? You trust people to just follow their own judgment all the time? And they, they, they conflate it with anarchy. I mean, there's a lot to get into of like why people reject capitalism. Um, and I think the only way they'll accept capitalism or even be open to it is if their ethics um, change from being presuming altruism to actually understanding like egoism, selfishness, individual selfishness is what life requires and what, what makes life worth living. And then capitalism makes a lot more sense to them. Speaking of cents and dollars, we've got five of those coming from Marilene saying Cheney sticks to her principles. These days, that makes her heroic. Most politicians betray their principles if they even have any. Yeah, that's true. And I, how I, part of how I see Trump is that he kind of told Republicans, your principles are making you lose. You know, your principles are making the left or the Democrats beat you and China are beating you and everyone's beating you because you're so principled. So Trump, he's kind of like, um, if principles are like, you know, the evil machines of the future, uh, Trump is like John Connor. He's like showing these uh, downtrodden Republicans living in squalor. You could actually fight back. Basically, forget the principles. Show how unprincipled you are. Be tribal. Be partisan. And you can win. Yeah, you can win an election or two. But uh, who are you fighting against? Who are you beating when you are becoming that which you most hate? Robert Naser with $2 says, Marilyn for president. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I'm not opposed to that. We need a hero. Let's do it. We sure do. Um, so anyway, uh, they, the, the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. They raided Donald Trump's estate. Immediately, people who love Trump or hate Trump, have they, ha they magically have so much information about all this. And sadly, uh, I don't know if we're ever really going to know what happened. Because I don't know if we can ever really trust the FBI and I don't know, I certainly don't think we can ever really trust Donald Trump to be a coherent and be let alone well-intentioned in his actions. So um, God help us all. Yes. Anyway, um, coming up today at 10 p.m. UK time, it's Life on Earth with Robert and Amy Naser on capitalism. Who do you work for? And that's you with the letter U. I'm wondering if... Uh, if they're talking about like U-Haul company or something like that, but I guess uh, I guess we can find could out. Could be UPS, yeah, or USPS, right? Or Federal Express, which always confuses me a little bit. Like Fed, Federal, are they the government? Oh no, they're the private answer. They're the private sector's answer to USPS. It's this is this is another big shame in the universe, by the way. Like, doesn't the Postal Service used to be really exciting work? Like they would ride around on horses and they had to get the message there you know in time for someone to read it and it was really you know it was like exciting and they i don't know there was like mm -hmm. real coins exchange like go get this message there you have to do it and it was a really important job well it, i think uh you know I'll, I'll be contrarian in a positive uh way like the oh, there is a lot of private action a lot of private sector action in delivery which is luckily it permitted right thank god we're allowed to send stuff to each other without the government sticking their nose in. And if you look at a UPS driver, they get paid by the delivery and they are racing against the clock. They don't, they don't care about nothing, but getting this job done, probably FedEx is similar as well. You know, you go to FedEx Kinko's 
and it's a wonderful, inviting place. You go into USPS, the post office, <laughs> it's not as welcoming and nice. So there, <laughs> there's something for everybody here. We got good you know news what? and bad. You're you're right. You've turned me around. I'm no I'm no longer a pessimist. I I see the the Amazon trucks and that that does make me smile. And there's something really cool and heroic about that that I can now order something and it comes to me. They tell me when when what day it will arrive, and if it doesn't arrive on that day, they're serious about it. They're like, oh my gosh, your order has been delayed. This is a tragedy. We're definitely going to fix this. Here's what's what's going on. It's important. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, you could return stuff. Absolutely. You can get a refund. Yeah. It's good times. It's good times all around. <laughs> but there is some BS sometimes with Amazon. Like if they send you the wrong thing or they don't send you it and they say they sent it, they say it was delivered, but it wasn't, or it's missing something. And then you try getting in touch with someone. It's not always as simple as it should be. So, you know, uh, the modern world, uh, it's got its, it's got its perks for sure. But sometimes Sometimes I'd rather be living in simpler times. Anyway, uh, thank you all for joining us today. Thank you, Amanda. This has been uh, uh, an interesting conversation. Uh, we are sure. no closer, no closer than we were to the truth of the Mar-a-Lago raid. But maybe that's maybe that's what the people need to hear right now. Yeah, we are no closer to the truth. Uh, keep investigating, investigators. Though, let's do that. That's right. Uh, watch the watchers. And uh, we will be back tomorrow for the Daily Objective once again. See you then, and goodbye. Bye.